Welcome to Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert. I'm a lifelong horse person and professional equine nutritionist with the goal of helping horses and their humans create balanced diets to set them up for success, no matter what age, discipline, or circumstance. Disclaimer, the information discussed here is based on current scientific research and is for educational purposes only. Every horse's individual needs vary. This is not a substitute for veterinary medicine or nutrition consultation. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Farm to Stable and Equine Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert, and this week, we're going to talk all about soaking hay. Now, why is that? So as of the time I'm recording this, we're coming into the fall season in North America in the Northeast United States. Temperatures are dropping, and many of you out there have horses who may have endocrine disorders such as equine metabolic syndrome or Cushing's disease, or perhaps you're dealing with a horse who is on a weight loss diet and you need to restrict sugar and calories, or maybe they're even just prone to laminitis in general. And soaking the forage is a very important part of managing that horse. So what's the right way to do it? How do you know if you're feeding enough? So we're going to talk about all of those things today. But let's start with general tips for reducing calories and sugar by soaking hay. As we spoke about, again, in a previous episode, looking at hay, looks can be deceptive. So in an ideal world, you can have your forage analyzed, but I know that is not always practical, especially if you are a backyard owner and perhaps you're getting a few new bales of hay every week or every other week or even every month. By the time you get your results back, you're probably on to a different batch of hay. Or if you're a boarder, your farm that you board your horse at handles that and they just may not have that information. They may be turning over hay supplies very often as well. So what is a horse owner to do? So if you're soaking your hay, you really can't go wrong by doing that, especially if you have any of those metabolic concerns. But you have to do it correct. It's not a matter of just hosing off the hay. Now, Something different would be if you have a horse that has a respiratory condition and you're wetting down the hay to reduce dust. That's completely different. This I'm talking specifically about soaking the hay to reduce the sugar content in the hay. How do you do that? First step, got to get yourself a pretty big bucket. Usually a, a big muck tub is sufficient and you need to submerge that hay, completely submerge it, not just let it float on top. It has to be under the water. So think if you were making hard-boiled eggs, right? They have to be completely covered in water as you boil it. So that hay needs to be soaked completely. And how much time you soak it can also tend to vary. How do you determine what the right amount of time is? So the reason for soaking forage is to remove a percentage of starch and sugars. And this has been research studied Uh, published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science, and the amount of starch and sugar that is removed from that forage can vary based on the water temperature, the variety of the hay, and how long you soak it. So additional information on post-soaking carbohydrates may be needed in follow-up studies. We're not going to get too much into that now. But on the average, a review published in 2018 suggested that if you're soaking hay, for about 60 minutes in tepid water, tap cold, about 60 to 65 degrees Fahrenheit, you're going to drain that water after an hour 
before you feed it. Now, if you live in another country, such as the UK, there are some different rules about disposing the water than there are here in the United States, but follow your local ordinances for how to dispose of that soak water. So it's not just a matter of hoisting out the hay and letting it go. You've got to let it drain. Let that soak water drain out for a few minutes. You will lose some soluble proteins, some vitamins and minerals, and even some loss of dry matter, meaning some loss of the forage itself. So how do you overcome that? I got an answer. If you are weighing out your horse's hay ration, so say you're, you decide that your horse needs to have 10 pounds of hay in this soaked portion. Great. You need to assume that you're going to lose about 20% after you soak it. So you need to account for that. You need to add about 20% more on a, actually a dry matter basis to account for that. So 20% of 10 pounds is 2 pounds. So actually soak 12 pounds of that hay, drain it and then feed it. And you should be about where you need to be. So I tried to make the math simple on that. So let's start with that. One easy way to do that pro tip is to put all of that hay into a hay net, then submerge it. Then that way, when you're trying to hang the hay to let it drain, it's a little bit easier on your back and on your sanity to try to do it that way. And then if you have a nice place or a drain that you can hang it, that will also make things a little bit easier. So we've got our hay soaked. The results are a bit variable when you soak hay. So I can't tell you if you soak your hay for one hour in 65 degree Fahrenheit water, you will lose X amount of carbohydrates. I wish it was that simple. Unfortunately, it isn't. But again, you can reduce those soluble carbohydrates by up to 40% in whatever you started with. The bare minimum for soaking hay 40 minutes. You can go up to three hours. Especially as temperatures decrease in certain areas of the country and the world, that's not really going to be practical. And uh, I'll give you some practical tips again in a few minutes, but a minimum of 40 minutes. Ideally, you want to shoot for about an hour. As the temperature of the water you're soaking in gets colder, you're going to need to soak it longer. Carbohydrates are going to be more soluble in warmer water. So in January, in the upper Midwest, for example, you may need to sequester your hay soaking in a heated tack room if that's possible or a mudroom, something I know that's not easy. I know it's labor intensive, but it can be useful for achieving the goal that you want. So as the temperatures drop and the water temperature drops, you want to add some soaking time to your hay soaking plant. Now you may be thinking, hey, I have this really cool hay steamer in my barn. I'll just do that. Well, I wish I could tell you that would work, but it will not. Hay steamers are excellent for reducing mold and dust for those horses with respiratory allergies and, th and respiratory problems. However, they are not effective at reducing soluble carbohydrates in forage. I'm going to say that again. Hay steamers are not effective at reducing carbohydrates in forage. Not yet. We're not there yet. Maybe the technology is on the horizon. I don't know. But for now, you cannot plan to reduce starch and sugars in a hay steamer. They have to be soaked. So I'm sorry. I wish I had an easier answer, but we got to do the dirty work of submerging that hay in water and letting it drain where we can. Just be cognizant. If temperatures are cold, 
that it's not in any area where the horse can slip or if it freezes that, it, that you will slip. We certainly don't want anybody to get hurt. What if soaking hay in the middle of the winter is just absolutely not practical, but you still need to watch the carbohydrates in your horse's forage? Well, there are a couple of things you can do. You can check out some forage alternatives, for example, hay cubes. Yeah, I still recommend that you soak those, but adding water to soften them is a little bit different than having to soak and submerge hay for long periods of time. Again, hay cubes will absorb a lot more water than you think they will, but if you're able to add some warm water to them, give it about 20-30 minutes, <laughs> make sure you've added plenty of water, and then feed it to your horse, at least you're not necessarily worried about having to dump that water or dispose of that water, and it'll help your horse take in more water, which we all know in cold weather is especially beneficial things like beet pulp. And you're thinking, Dr. Nettie, you keep telling me things that need to be soaked. Yes, if you're soaking beet pulp with a little warm water, if you're soaking some of those shreds for 15 or 20 minutes or so in warm water, you can feed them right away and you don't have to worry about dumping that. Even some of the bagged forage products that you don't have to soak at all, they can be a little pricey, but mixing them in with your other forage sources can help keep your carbohydrates low without necessarily having to soak and drain your horse's entire forage source. So I do try to give you some options here. Now, the last thing that I want to leave you with is a little bit inventive. I have a friend of mine who has a horse who is pretty severely insulin resistant and every day she needs to soak his hay before he eats it. And there are a number of devices that you can come up with. And what she has done, for those of you who are crafty, maybe a little creative, she's gone ahead and bought a garbage pail. And at the bottom of the garbage pail had a hole drilled and basically a spigot installed at the bottom. So almost like a water spout that she can turn on and off. So she'll take her horse's hay ration, put it in the garbage can, fill the garbage can with water, and then usually has to put some kind of a weight on top, like a rock or something like that. Let's it soak and then brings the, she has the whole thing on wheels, uh, like one of those rolling garbage cans you might see in a warehouse or something like that. She'll wheel it over to the drain where the water can flow away, turn on the spigot when it's done soaking, and let it all drain out. So it makes it a little bit easier for her to do. Again, if you are not the strongest person or, you know, it's hard for you to lift that heavy hay out of a soaked bucket of water, that could be interesting. Don't ask me for the plans. I don't know what they are, but there are some creative videos out there that you might be able to find to make your life a little bit easier. Now, the catch to that, you do have to scrub that garbage bucket out every time because if you have a horse that dunks hay or anytime hay sits in water, the bucket can get a little bit grimy. So just make sure that you're cleaning out whatever bucket or device you're using to soak your hay. Just a little reminder from me because I feel like I need to say that. So at the end of the day, I hope that I've given you some practical tips for soaking hay. If soaking hay isn't the most practical option for you, check out forage alternatives, hay cubes, beet pulp, bag forage. These things do tend to be low in carbohydrates. If it doesn't say on the tag, call the manufacturer and ask them. And of course, always reach out to an equine nutritionist who can help you do the math, help you do the balancing act, and make sure your horse is getting everything they need. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Farm to Stable. And don't forget, if you have questions or topics you'd like to hear about, shoot me an email. 
equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. Please share and subscribe if you found the content interesting. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send it to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com.